Now, what some of those films we saw earlier remind us of is that sometimes things can go wrong at Christmas. And sometimes that things that we do at Christmas can change, as I was once uh, reminded of in a particularly uh, way that made an impression on me when, on one occasion, I found out that in a different part of Edinburgh to where I was living at the time, a garage was giving away a free Santa if you bought £10 worth of petrol. Now, my family thought I was crazy going to get this Santa, but I thought, you know, I would like a wee Santa just to cheer up my Christmas. So I decided to go and get one. When I got home, they laughed even more because not only was this Santa very small, but also because it was green. It was a green Santa. Green's not my favourite colour, but it was a green Santa. And I only actually began to get over this a number of years later because this Santa always comes out as a reminder of my humiliation every single Christmas. But I only got, began to get over this a bit more when I discovered that at one time, this is what I've been told different since, but at one time, all Santas used to be green. They were all green. Somebody said they used to be tan, but I'm not convinced about that. They were all green. And do you know what changed it? Coca-Cola did a big advertising campaign where they used a red Santa in their advertising. And ever since that time, it's always been a red Santa. But you know, there are some things that we would never change, I'm sure, about Christmas. I mean, I'm sure to the boys and girls who are here, and etc., the families, that there are some things that your family does at Christmas, that your family has some special things that you do around Christmas time that you would never want to change, never, ever want to change. Now, one of my personal traditions is that around the beginning of December, I start singing Christmas-type songs around the house. I like to sing the odd carol and other things like, you know, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Or another favourite, chestnuts roasting by an open fire. I want to say that when I sing that, I think I sound remarkably like Nat King Cole. <laughs> Others have disagreed, but there we are. Now, this is a Christmas tradition that I want to say right now is definitely never going to change. Some of my family actually desperately do want it to change because apart from the fact that they don't have a very good ear for music appreciation, and so they don't like my singing the way I think they should, but apart from that, they also, very small-mindedly, are known to complain when I very occasionally get some of the words to the different songs wrong. But I want to just say it again, it's never going to change. I'm always going to sing around Christmas. But let me tell you now, about something that's far more important about Christmas. Something that never changes, never will change, I hope, never should change. And it is the Christmas message. So with Christmas just a couple of days away, let me remind you of some of the most important parts, the most important points of the Christmas message. The first one is that we need God. We need God. Now you see around Christmas time you sometimes hear some things people say things like I need this, I need that, I want this, I want that. It never really sounds 
that good. And I know it's usually only said because people are getting a bit excited, a bit worked up as Christmas draws near, but it does sometimes make us sound a bit selfish and greedy. And you know, the facts are that not only doesn't this sound that good, not only doesn't it give that, not that good an impression, but as well as that, it also isn't true. It isn't true, usually anyway, for most of us, it isn't true. For I don't think many of us here today, can't speak for everybody, but I don't think many of us here really need anything. I don't think we do. I mean, we've got plenty of clothes to wear. None of us look like we're starving. And I'm sure most of us will have warm homes and plenty of toys or for grown-ups, maybe new gadgets. We've got them all at home. Most of us, if not all of us here, don't need any more things. We don't. Now, there are people around, we've got to say, who do need some of these things. There are people in our own community here in Hamilton and a little bit further afield that need some things. That's why last Sunday I was really so encouraged to see at the same time as our Christmas lunch lunch that we celebrated, to see all the food that came in for the food bank. Because you see, that means that people who perhaps have got very little, for whatever reason, they're going to be able to have something nice to eat on Christmas day. And the church did so well last Sunday, give it to people who really are in need. It's right that we should do that because, you see, that's what God's all about. That's what Christmas is about. So I think it's great. It's good. It's a good thing when God's people do things at Christmas that line up with God's heart and God's intentions. And as we said, tomorrow night at our watch night service, we're going to have another opportunity to do something very similar because, as usual, we're going to have a tier fund offering. And tier fund's an organization that helps people, not so much around our door, but that helps the very neediest people right across the world. And it's great that we have an opportunity to join in that. But as we said, most of us here don't need things. Some people in the world do. But there is someone in the world that everybody needs. Everyone needs God. We all need God. Because you see, what the Bible tells us, the unchanging message of the Bible, is that everybody here, from the youngest boy or girl to the oldest gran and grandpa, going to great grands and great grandpas, whatever, everybody here, every single one of us, was made by God to know him. We were made to know God. We were made to be his special friend. But you see, the problem is, we didn't want to be God's friend. No, we wanted to be God's equals. We wanted to be in charge of our own lives. We wanted to live life by our rules, our way, rather than by God's rules, by his way. And that's been man's way right since the very beginning of time. And it continues right on, right up to today. As we live life the way that we want, as we say we're going to do things our way. And because of this, you see, because of our choice and the actions that follow on from that, because we choose to do things that we know in our heart are wrong, so we who were created by God to know him, we cannot know him. 
We can know about him, but we can't know him in our hearts, personally, in the way we should. So because of this then, because of our choice, because of our actions, we are now separated from God right now in this life, and we will be separated from him, from all that is love, from all that is good, forever in the life to come. And so the message of the Bible then, the message of the first Christmas, the message before even the first Christmas, and the message still to us today, right here and right now, the message is that we need God. The second part of the unchanging message of Christmas is that God loves us. God loves us, and that's primarily what Christmas is about. It's about God's love. It's about Jesus Christ, God's gift of love to each one of us. Because you see, we couldn't, we cannot do anything about our own situation. We can't sort things out, put things right. We can't do it. But God loves us so much that he can't leave us facing only judgment, a judgment we deserve, but God can't leave us there. So God steps in. God takes action. And he does the most incredible thing imaginable, the most incredible thing that has ever happened or ever will happen in the entire history of humanity. God steps in. And in the baby Jesus, God takes on human form. God comes to this earth for us. He comes to save us. He comes to rescue us. He lays aside his power and his glory to be born humbly in a stable. He leaves the perfect glory of heaven to be born and to live with us in our sinful world. And he does it all for love. He does it all knowing that what lies in the future for him once he's taken this first step for us that what lies ahead is death on the cross. As there, and an incomparable act of love, an unimaginable demonstration of love, as there he gives his perfect, sinless life to pay the price of all our sin, all our wrong choices, all our wrong deeds. That is the unchanging message of Christmas. That is the gift of Christmas. And what you have to do today, you have to make it yours. And you do that by taking hold of it by faith. You see, all you have to do today is come to God, admit your sin, Put your trust in him. Give your life to him. And then God, he will come into your life and he will lead you from that moment on. He will guide you. He will be with you every step of the way in your journey through life. And that leads to the point when at the end, when this life ends, then you can be sure that you will know God's perfect love his perfect joy, his perfect peace, that you will know that, that which God promises and that only God can give, that by faith you will know that 
for all eternity. You see, this is God's Christmas gift to you. And this is the gift that you need above all others. Forget whatever else is on offer in this world. This is the gift that you need. That knowledge of God and his love. Make sure that you receive God's gift for you. Make sure that you take hold of that gift today by faith. Let's come and pray together. Father, we want to thank you for your incredible love for each one of us. We may be here today and we've never ever really given God a thought, or we may be here and we know about you, but we've maybe wandered far from you. We have changed maybe, but Lord, your love for us has never changed. Your desire to fill us with love and joy and peace and hope, that has never changed. Your desire to give our lives real direction, real meaning, and real purpose, that has never changed and never will. Lord, may our hearts turn to you. May we reach out to you in faith. May we this Christmas take hold of the gift that you have for us in your Son, Jesus Christ. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.